Hey there, it's Mark from Third Shot Sports. Today on Pickleball Problems, we've got an episode that we're entitling Pickleball Power Moves, Three Essentials for Beginners. But wait, don't go. Don't go if you're not a beginner player. This episode is still for you because the truth is the three skills that we're going to be talking about today, whether you're a beginner, novice, intermediate, or even advanced player, the truth is these all apply. So stay tuned. Pickleball Power Moves, Three Essentials for Beginners and everyone else too. Welcome to Pickleball Problems. I'm your host, Mark Renison. Let's get going right away. If you want to play great pickleball, then you have to master a ton of specific skills. But playing good pickleball, especially as a beginner if you're just getting started, is a much more approachable possibility than being an amazing player. So let's look at these three skills that will be useful for you, especially if you're a new player. The first has to do with movement, setting up for success. One of the fundamental aspects of pickleball is effective movement around the court. After all, you can have the most beautiful swing in the world, but if you can't get to the ball, you can't use that beautiful swing. So understanding how to position yourself in the best possible way to hit the ball can make a really substantial difference in your game. Being agile on the court, being responsive to the shot that your opponents send is the fundamental skill of pickleball. Having a light athletic look is a great starting point. Be light on your feet, almost like, think about like, like a boxer, right? They're not flat-footed, they're light on the balls of their toes. The balls of their feet, the balls of their feet. Now, if you combine this with the expectation that you're going to have to run, or at least move, you're off to a great start. Too often I see pickleball players that look surprised that they had to chase the ball, that it didn't come right to them. So if you combine having a good athletic look with the expectation that you're going to have to run for the ball, things are going to go well for you. Now, when it comes to actually hitting the ball, it's helpful to be on balance. And this doesn't necessarily mean standing still. Sometimes you have to hit the ball while you're still moving. But you do have to have control over your body. You do have to be on balance even if you're moving. Otherwise, it becomes really hard to send the ball exactly where you want and the way you want. So try this. This is a little experiment we do in our clinics. Imagine that every single time you hit the ball, your picture is being taken. And it's going to be on the cover of Pickleball Magazine. How would you feel about that picture? Would you be proud of it? Is it going to look great? Whether you're hitting a drive or a drop, a return of serve, a dink where you got pulled out wide, an overhead smash, a volley. Is the picture going to look great on the cover of the magazine? And if the answer is no, it's not going to look great. Well, then that probably tells you something about your setup that you are poorly set up to the ball, that you're off balance, that you're reaching or you're jammed too close, too far. So that's something you can do when you go on the court the very next time is imagine every single time that that you hit the ball, your picture's being taken. And if you're one of those people who likes to video yourself anyway, well, great, go watch the video and then pause it just at the moment of contact. That's the picture going on the cover of the magazine. What do you think about that? This episode of Pickleball Problems is brought to you by Pickleball Coaching International. If you are a pickleball instructor or you'd like to become one, head over to PCIPickleball.com today. Pickleball Coaching International, we do all sorts of instructor education, instructor certification. And what's really great about what we do at PCI is that it's all done online. So this means that whenever you're ready, you sign up, PCIPickleball.com. You're sent all the training materials. You go through the program at your own speed, at your convenience. And when you're ready, you hit the court, you set up your camera, and you submit the video as your evaluations. 
It's really great. We think it's a nice way to do instructor education. It means you don't have to miss school or work. You don't have to travel. You don't have to stay in expensive hotels. You don't have to skip the pickleball tournament that you've signed up for in order to take some certification course. So head over to PCI Pickleball today. Take a look at our instructor certification program. Pickleball Coaching International. We make good coaches even better. Welcome back to Pickleball Problems. Today we're talking about three skills, three essential skills. If you're a beginner, you're definitely going to want to think about. And even if you're not so beginner, you could probably add to your repertoire, at least spend a little bit of time thinking about this. We just finished talking about the idea that you're going to have to move light athletic look, be prepared to move around the court, have a great setup so we take your picture at the moment of contact. It looks terrific. Now, kind of on a related note is our second topic here. And this is a a specific technical term. That is the impact point. It is important that you fight for a great impact point. Now, the impact point is just where you make contact with the ball relative to your body. How close or far, how far forward, how far back. And the impact point is a really critical moment. If you have a good impact point, this can be the difference between hitting a really great shot or completely blowing it. So whether we're talking about drops or drives, serves or smashes, a good impact point is typically out front between your body and the net. If we let the ball get beside us or worse, behind us, we find ourselves in a really weak hitting position. And it's really hard to control the shot we're going to send. And again, this is true no matter what shot we're sending. And yeah, occasionally, sometimes the ball gets beside you or behind you. And when we see some of the elite players, sometimes they do allow that ball to get way behind them. But it really limits their ability to hit the shot that they want. Right? It handcuffs them in a way when, you're in, when you have that poor impact point. In terms of impact point, generally speaking, we also like the ball to be as high as possible. Imagine you're up in the net volleying. You don't like that ball to get down low to your shoelaces, do you? No, you like to get that ball when it's as high as possible. Same as an overhead smash. Let's say you're playing a dink. Would you rather hit a dink at knee height or shin height? Well, probably knee height. When you're driving that third shot, a higher impact point can make it more likely you can just hit a nice level ball low and hard over the net. So as a general rule, we like our impact points to be out front between our body and the net because that's a strong hitting position. And we like the ball to be as high as possible. And good players, this is what they do. They fight hard to get the impact point exactly where they want as often as possible. Power move number three, gaining and stealing time. This is a really important part of pickleball strategies to understand the relationship between space and time, between height and time. So pickleball is not just about hitting the ball. It's about outsmarting your opponents. And a key concept here, especially for newer players, is the idea of gaining and stealing time. And this involves being strategic, putting balls in positions that limit your opponent's reaction time or sometimes maximizes your own. Let me give you an example. Returning serve. It's pretty important to return deep in the court, or it can be helpful to return the serve deep in the court. And it's not about you getting to the net. That's what height on your return does. It's not even about keeping your opponents back. Good opponents can still find a way to get up. But it's about giving you more time to react when you're up at the kitchen. So let me set the stage for you. You're returning serve. I'm your partner. I'm up at the net. And our opponents, we'll call them Ben and Annalee, they're serving. Now, as you return that serve, if your return is short, allowing Ben or Annalee to come inside the court, then when they smack that third shot hard, they're very close to us. 
right? We know that the distance from the baseline to the non-volley line straight ahead is 29 feet. So let's say your return is inside the baseline and they're only 25 feet away from us. We're only going to have 25 feet of reaction time, if that makes sense. It's going to be pretty tough when they hit hard. But imagine instead if we return serve deeper, pushing them behind the baseline. So instead of them being four feet inside the baseline, they're now four feet behind the baseline. They're now 33 feet away from us when they hit that third shot. And sure, they might still hit it hard, but at least they're hitting hard from farther away. And that is valuable to us because if they're farther away, we're going to have more time to react to their shot. So this is really important to understand. This is one example of how you can buy yourself more time to react. Conversely, we want to steal time from our opponents. It's one reason why we return serve and come to the net, so we can hit that ball sooner when they hit a third shot, giving them less time to react. Or driving a third shot yourself instead of always playing a third shot drop. Speeding things up when the ball, when your opponents are close, even if the ball is a little bit low, can be an effective tool. Now, of course, you can overdo it, and there's times where it's dumb to hit hard. But understanding that taking time away from your opponents is a valuable skill in pickleball can go a long way for you. All right, that music tells us that we're getting to the end of this episode of Pickleball Problems. I'd love to know, what did you think about the show? Send me an email, mark at thirdshotsports.com. If you have a pickleball problem you'd like me to address, why not create a voice memo? Just open the voice memo app on your phone. Email it to me, mark at thirdshotsports.com. We can play it on the show. We can help you solve that pickleball problem. As always, thanks to our very good friends over at Selkirk Sport. They help to make it possible for us to run pickleball problems. And once again, if you're a pickleball instructor or you'd like to become one, head over to PCIPickleball.com today. Check out Pickleball Coaching International, our instructor certification program. I think you're going to like it. Pickleball Coaching International, we make good coaches even better. And until next time, whether you are a beginner out there on the court grinding away, whether you're a more advanced player, consider those three pickleball power moves. Be ready to move around the court. Fight for that impact point. Remember how you can gain and steal time in a whole bunch of different ways. Until next time, I'm Mark Renison. Thanks for listening.